Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Pittsburgh Steelers might have finally found something. They probably did. And it was probably because of TJ Watt. It was because of TJ Watt. But who's to say they can't get even better when Minka Fitzpatrick returns? Who's to say that this team's ceiling does not get a lot higher when Minka Fitzpatrick returns? What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on youtube.com slash Talk or anywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure to like and subscribe to this video. And as always, review us anywhere you're listening to your audio podcast these days. We appreciate you being here today. We're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers and what is to come because as of right now, the team finally has some light, some good light, enough light that you feel confident in this team and any potential that they could have. It doesn't even have to be Super Bowl winning potential. Really, it could just be any potential at all. Right now, it's just the fact that this team feels good to watch. And that was because of the return of TJ Watt. Because for the first time in a long time, the most dangerous player in Pittsburgh was on the field. And this weekend, their second most dangerous player might be back. And that only leaves the question, how much better can this team get? Let's start with Minka's return. As of right now, Mike Tomlin said that it seems really positive that he's headed in the right direction, and that he's optimistic he'll play this weekend. Tomlin joked that Minka wanted to get on the field on Sunday 24 hours, less than 24 hours, removed from his appendectomy. That's a Minka thing, obviously. You know, I bet you TJ would get the same reaction at some point. You got to hold a guy back because they are trying to do too much. But this is the NFL. This is the highest paid safety in the league for a little while. He's going to want to play football. There's something in him that's different than me and you. But Tomlin's got to hold him back. That was the right move. Now the question is, how much of a leash can you give this guy to return right away? Can it be enough where you do walk into Sunday with some thought that he will return or Do you tell yourself, okay, how cautious do we need to be? When it comes to appendicitis, I don't really know anything, really. I know what WebMD tells me. I know what I've heard from people. I know that I have family members who had emergency appendectomies, but I have no idea anything else. I don't know how painful they are. I don't know the side effects. I don't know the lasting effects, and I don't know how quickly you can return to taking full body blows from some of the strongest and most powerful men on the earth. I don't I don't know. 
I don't know what the recovery time is. I don't know what the return time is. But I do know that there's some history here and, you know, the Steelers are sticking to a trend this season. And I don't want to get negative because I want this episode, this podcast to be positive. But the Steelers have been on a trend of kind of forcing the issue this season when it comes to injuries. They did it with Kenny Pickett. He returned faster than anybody in the NFL all season long in a season that was dedicated to eyeing in on concussions. Kenny Pickett returned faster than any player all season long from a concussion. Worrisome. Nothing happened. Good things came out of it. Obviously, that's okay. Things worked out well. That's fine. But people criticize other teams for doing some of the same stuff. So you have to put the Steelers in the same light. And I'm not criticizing them. I'm just saying that it was a risky move. I think we could all agree with that one. Minka is in a situation somewhat the same. You want him to play. You know how big this game is. You understand that every game your back is against the wall and the season could end in any moment because another loss likely means it's over. And the Steelers right now have some hope. They are alive. They are feeling good. They feel rejoiced, rejuvenated, together for somewhat of the first time. Do they want to take a risk and not put their second best player on the field against a team that they're going to they're going to need this win? If you beat Cincinnati twice in a season, your chances of making the playoffs definitely go up. How how high? I don't know. But they definitely go up because you find yourself in a a crazy circumstance at the end of the season where you and Cincinnati have the same record. You're walking into the postseason. Isn't that crazy? So you want to push the issue when it comes to getting Minka back. But this isn't like a, a twisted wrist or, you know, an ab injury or something. It's it's surgery. It's a medical procedure that everyone gets because it's your body failing. It's not a bone. It's not a joint. It's your appendix. It's an organ in your body. Average recovery time, according to WebMD, and of course, we are never, ever going to take WebMD with anything but a grain of salt because it's it's not a doctor. It's just an online service, and I understand that it's probably a good one. I'm not here to bag on WebMD. What I am going to say is that growing up in my household, my mom said, you know, WebMD don't fix anything. So I kind of take it all with a, with an asterisk, but it says 14 to 28 days for a recovery, two to four weeks. Manko would do it in eight days. Seems a little short. And it's not as if you could put them on a pitch count because I don't think that's the issue. I don't think it's the, oh, well, you know, as long as he doesn't do too much, I feel like it's the blows to the body that are really going to make the impact when it comes to a surgery that is in the middle of your stomach. That being said, I believe he will play. I'm just being, I guess, a little bit too realistic, a little bit too far skeptical, because I do believe he will play. 
But I do also feel as if you have to lay out that that's a negative trend for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And if everything works out fine, cool. But I feel like pushing the limit more than once is too many times when it comes to stuff like this. But if Minka plays, I can't say anything because I saw it coming. I think we all did. So the question then to turn this positive back to or this to turn this podcast back to the positive side is that the Steelers defense is going to be good. It's going to be good. With TJ Watt back, the Steelers first forced a turnover for the first time since Buffalo. And you could say that TJ didn't force a turnover. That's fine. Yeah, I get it. But there was pressure. There were bad passes. There were mistakes made. Mistakes are not made when you have all day to throw the football. And you pretty much had all day to throw the football when TJ Watt was not on the field. You put TJ out there, TJ starts making plays, so you immediately have to shift everybody to TJ's side. That opened up Cam Hayward in the running game. He did a fantastic job as a run stuffer in Week 10, and then Alex Highsmith went to work on the other side because he is becoming an elite pass rusher as well. Mistakes are going to be made. They were made. Joe Burrow's a guy that loves to hold the football. He loves to make the big play happen, but that can't that can't be the case. When T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith are coming after you, and you saw that in week one, I get it. Cincinnati is a new team since then, but so is Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh has come a long way in just one week or two weeks if you count the bye. With T.J. Watt back, this team feels like the week one team, at least on defense. Joe Burrow, believe it or not, is still the same quarterback that tries to do too much with his feet and create more of a pocket than that's there. Try to push the ball downfield. He makes the highlight real plays, but he makes the highlight real mistakes as well. That's why he takes teams to the Super Bowl, because the dudes go big or go home. But when you got two guys rushing on each side and then Larry O and Cam Hayward coming up the middle, mm, I don't know. I don't know. That's not a time to be playing hero ball. And you learn that in week one. Plus Minka in the backfield. Think about that. Think about that. Levi Wallace made a case for himself to continue starting, even if Akello Witherspoon comes back. And I think you have to give it to him. akello has been very hit or miss while Levi has certainly gotten beat and his lack of athleticism has hurt him plenty this season. As the NFL gets faster, he gets worse. That being said, he made a big play. He does make plays from time to time. He he doesn't give up anything huge. I think that's the big one. He gave up a touchdown pass out, out of a miscommunication, but overall had a good game. I think three passes on seven attempts, I believe. Not bad. With an interception, huge. Demonte KZ, Demonte KZ is doing exactly what everybody expected him to do. That's what the Steelers signed him to do. He wasn't a Terrell Edmonds. He was a playmaker. He's the dude that, yeah, he might miss a tackle or two. That's what the assessment was coming into Pittsburgh. But he's going to make up with it, up for it, because chances are if he does tackle you, he's going to punch the ball out. And if he doesn't do that, he's going to come up with an interception. The dude's a ball hawk. That's what he is. Add that with Minka Fitzpatrick. Huge allow Terrell Edmonds to play naturally as the third safety or really the second safety. DeMonte would be the third, but allow him to play up a little bit. Huge. 
This defense is finally hitting a form that it has looked to hit all season long. This is where the Steelers wanted to be. This is what they imagined coming into the season. Let the defense keep games way out of reach and let the offense just win them. Think about how good that could be against Cincinnati. And you beat Cincinnati, your playoff hopes are still alive. It is a tight, 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 tight string. But they're still alive. And I think that comes on defense. As long as Kenny Pickett doesn't turn the ball over and the offense could still work something, you're going to have a Bengals team that's relying very heavily on Joe Mixon. And, and Joe Mixon's a very good running back. But the Steelers' run defense looked very good against Alvin Kamara. And then you have DeMonte KZ back there making plays. Very excited to be back on the field. Uh, I would imagine that if Levi Wallace doesn't come up with an interception, Cam Sutton usually will because when things are actually working, that seems to be what's happening. And then you put Minka back there with the return, with all the energy of missing a game, all the anticipation of, oh, this is my second game with TJ this season. We are back. First game with DeMonte KZ all season long at Acrisure Stadium in the color rush uniforms at four o'clock against a Bengals team who thinks that they are red hot, but the Steelers are maybe hotter. Oh, I don't know. That's a dangerous man right there. If I know anything about Minka Fitzpatrick, I know that he is a dangerous man when he's in a certain attitude. There's a reason they call him grumpy, and that's because, it, yeah, he might be grumpy, but I feel he's always, always, always thinking football. Always. He's like the dude at the gym that you just know is so, so locked in that you just, you don't even want to walk by him. But you at the same time are so dragged to his presence. You're like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll go do that extra set because, you know, I'm watching you for 10 seconds. I feel like that's Minka. He's always so locked in. He's always going 130 miles per hour. I had a coach in high school who said, I have one speed. It's 110%. And I believe this guy was huge. This guy was jacked. So I, I believe it. But that's what I get Minka is, you know, in more of a, in less of a high school coach kind of way and more of a, I will run through you. I do not care who you are. I am an all pro safety kind of way. You know, you know what I'm saying? It'll be a big return. I think it's one to anticipate right now, but oh my gosh, think about the upside of the Pittsburgh Steelers if Minka Fitzpatrick does come back to Acrisure Stadium on Sunday. I think we're headed in a good path when it comes to the Steelers. I think the second half of the season gets real because I think the defense finally reaches heights that it's been looking to reach. Week one heights. There was a time when the Steelers barely beat the Cincinnati Bengals and everybody was talking, well, maybe this team is playoff bound. Maybe this team can do it. They got the defense to do it. The season is alive. I was one of those people. I don't see any reason that the defense can't hit that, that level, that height again. And I feel like it's going to spark a conversation. And I think I'm ready for that conversation.